Welcome to True Story, the public relations podcast, a space where we get a peek behind the scenes of brands and businesses that have a real story to tell. Because in today's world, we are done with perfect and fake. We want to support brands that aren't afraid to show their true colors. I'm your host, Whitney Lee, the founder of True Story PR, an agency focused on helping businesses show up authentically through their social media, PR, and more. We pride ourselves on always keeping it real. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm excited about this episode. This is actually something fun to chat about. Uh, And I always love hearing how other agencies and marketing teams handle their internship program. And also people ask me this too, other agency owners and stuff, we talk about it. So this time of year, uh, usually it's like heading into, um, really it's like more February and March, but I start to get a lot of resumes, a lot of people, A, looking for summer internships or B, people who are graduating that semester and they're starting to look for a job. So that's kind of what spurred this episode today is, Talking about our internship program, and honestly, like our internship program, I'd probably say now, I feel like is really in a wonderful spot. I've kind of been all over the map with it. I did it, you know, for a little while, and then I didn't do it for a little while. And back when our team was much smaller, so we're a team of, um, not including interns, we're a team of eight. So back when our team was smaller and there were like three of us, it was a much heavier lift for us to have interns. Um, But now I feel like we love it. We love our interns. I feel like they like us too. (laughs) And I really think we create a really positive experience for them. I can say, you know, I did some internships in my time that were not helpful And I was just given like dumb stuff to work on. And I like, I literally heard people say like, what can we do to just keep her busy? And so she doesn't bother us, you know, stuff like that. And I always told myself I would never create an internship program like that. Like I actually let our interns work on real projects. I mean, they have people that are helping them and guiding them, people on our team, Um, that are overseeing them, but I let them work on legit stuff because I want them to walk away from this internship and have real tangible things that they can put in their portfolio. And sometimes we'll even stop them when we're working on projects and we're like, Hey, this something right here, like you should put this on your resume. You should add this to your, your portfolio to try to help them recognize that like some of this is legit stuff. And I've had interns in the past. This was really cute. I had interns in the past one time that said, like, I don't get to work on anything real. All I'm doing is writing press releases. And I giggled because I was like, what do you think that we do? (laughs) Like, that's that's not that's not like BS work. Like, that's what this job is. If you don't want to write press releases or if you don't like to write in general, like I'm going to go out on a limb here and say PR is not the world for you. Okay. So it was funny to me though, that they saw that as, you know, like, um, lower level work. That's not lower level work. Like that's what real team members do. That's what I, heck I'm not afraid to write a press release. 
Um, so, you know, we like to try to let our interns real, really work on client work, you know, as long as they have the direction and the guidance, you know, and, and of course we review and approve everything before it's ever sent to a client, but they do a great job. And, and a lot of people think to themselves like, oh, the idea of intern sounds great. Like I'll take on 10 interns, you know, it's free labor, but they don't realize that an intern is just like an employee in the fact that you have to spend time training them putting them in like having a system so they know their responsibilities like it is basically an employee um a very young employee and i think the challenge of you know when i was saying when the team was smaller the challenge was is like you know there's only 3 of us on the team and so somebody's got to spend some time really overseeing them and when they're spending time overseeing them or if it was me overseeing them it's taking them away from working on their projects so it it makes their life a little more challenging. And then once you get them trained and you're like, okay, now she's trained or he, they're trained, cool. They're rocking and rolling. I mean, by the time you really get them trained and integrated, that that takes a month or so for them to get into a system and learn it. And well, then they leave after three months. So it was just like this revolving door of a heavy lift for us of like training these people. And then they would like leave two months later, training them. And then they would leave training them and they would leave. But now uh, a, our team is much larger. So the, it's not so much on one or two people, uh, but honestly, it's great. We have a training module where they watch videos, but you know, and they learn by sitting in on team meetings. They're actually inside of our Asana program. Um, you know, being assigned tasks, just like a real team member. So, um, it, it honestly, it's been great for us. So one thing that other agency owners ask me is like, how do you get all these interns? Like I do, I have like resumes for interns coming out my ears. Um, and here's how I did it. Uh, number one, I spoke to a lot of student groups. I really enjoy this. So first of all, I used to sit on the state board for the Florida PR Association. And I, one of my, for two years in a row, my role was VP of Student Services. So I was interacting with all their student chapters all over the state of Florida. So naturally, that helped. I would speak to their student chapters and things like that. But um, even before I took on that role during COVID, actually, I went on the PRSA website and there's a way you can see every single chapter's president, their email or something. Um, and I had my assistant literally email every single chapter all over the U.S. and offered me to be a, a complimentary speaker. And during COVID, we had time to do that kind of stuff. So I actually did. I'm not kidding, y'all. During the during like the real shutdown era of COVID, which wasn't long for the state of Florida, I digress. Um, during that time, there were days, I'm not kidding, I was doing like four or five speeches a day. And it was about like how to get an internship or things that you need to know in order to be a, an attractive hire or things like that. Or they just want to know like what your day-to-day -day life is like. So I loved it. It was so fun. You know, it was a good way to kind of like give back and keep myself busy during COVID. I mean, we still had a lot of client activity going on a lot. Um, but I, I did find some time and, and some days that things were slower, especially during like the, the real 
like the question mark era when we were like, what's happening? Like, um, I, I did quite a few speeches. So at the end of those speeches, I would tell all of them, Hey, connect with me on LinkedIn and join my Facebook group. So I built a Facebook group. I can't even remember what I called it now. Um, <clears throat> but it ended up getting like hundreds and hundreds of students in there. So naturally I would just go in there and be like, Hey, I'm looking for an intern next semester and poof, you know, um, there they would come. Now that's been so long ago that most of those people are probably all graduated now. Um, but yeah, I had that little Facebook group rocking and rolling for a little while. Um, so that's one thing is like, you can speak to student groups or, and even look at like PRSA. And I think there's the U S marketing association or something like that. I think they have a student aspect FPRA. Um, <clears throat> so you can go speak to those groups. Number two, um, I would just reach out directly to universities. Uh, I went to University of Southern Mississippi undergrad, boom, sent them an email, their comm department. I didn't even know that person, but I, I just emailed them and said, hey, I'm an alumni. I own an agency. Don't know if you have any PR or communication students, um, but I, here's my internship. And I sent them a link to the description on my website. Um, and honestly, like once I got, I did that with FSU too. I went to Florida state for grad school. Um, once I got in good with a few of them, uh, I'm like Mississippi state, Southern Miss, Florida state, UCF, USF. There's quite a few. Once I got in good with a few of them, like they promote the internship consistently and I get consistent resumes for this. So Definitely like wherever you're at, wherever you graduated from or whatever, like reach out to them. It literally you could Google it right now, like communications director, blah, 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 university. And I promise their email will pop right up. It takes five minutes. Um, so that's number two is reaching out to university and comm departments. Um, number three, look up groups and post in there. Look up Facebook groups. I mean, like just start searching terms like public relations students, um, the PRSA student groups, like start looking up Facebook groups. Also, there's a ton of them like marketing and media, Facebook groups, things like that, where you can post in there that you're looking for internships. Uh, but I would definitely have a link to the description of what you're looking for. Cause otherwise you're going to get caught in like <laughs> 600, you know, comments in a thread. So, um, Post very clearly, looking for an intern to be from this day to this day. Here's a situation. Here's a link for more info. Also, look up LinkedIn groups. LinkedIn groups definitely have students in there. Students are on LinkedIn, and they are looking for jobs through LinkedIn. Like, that's their main source. Um, so I even just post it to my personal LinkedIn because a lot of these students follow me. And even if they're graduated at this point, um, they tag their friends or someone that they still know that's in school. So that's been really, really helpful. Also, think about what groups you are in, like what organizations you've been a member of. Maybe you're like in junior league or um, you know, some kind of sports league or Phi Theta Kappa or one of those things that's like a, a, a student alumni group. Look up those groups. You could even go like Southern Miss alums, you know, uh, Florida State alums, whatever. Look up those groups on LinkedIn. I actually, so I was in a sorority in college. I was a Pi Beta Phi. Holla, if anybody who's listening is a Pi Phi. Actually, two of our interns right now are Pi Phi's. Um, but I looked up a PiFi group on LinkedIn and said, hey, ladies, I'm a PiFi alum. I own an agency in Florida. 
we work, you know, like a PR agency. Here's what I'm looking for. And I got an amazing intern from that years ago. Shout out to Asha if Asha's listening. Um, Asha was a student in Nebraska and she reached out and she was an amazing intern. And we had her actually two, um, two semesters back to back. So those are the three ways that I have found to be really successful in finding students. That's A, speaking to student groups, B, reaching out to universities, um, try their PR departments, but also try their comm department. Those are two different, usually two different departments. Um, And then number three, look up groups on Facebook and LinkedIn and post it in there. I will say this, once you get the word out, make them apply. I don't, I mean, they're, they're students, right? Don't just ask for their resume. A, I do like to see their resume because I like to see their organizational skills. I like to see how they, um, how they write out their responsibilities. Also, Hey, students, if you're listening, I really look for, uh, students that write about the results, not just like handled Facebook pages. It's like, posted three times per week on Facebook and Instagram to a following of over 3000 hosted a contest on Instagram that got 5,000 impressions. Like I'm looking for numbers and results. So that's always a really good one, but it's really hard when you ask a student for their resume, right? Cause they're young. Like a lot of times their resume has like their odd jobs on it. Like me, like I, I waited tables all in college. So like that, that, They don't always have applicable experience for you to look at. So instead of just asking for their resume, I actually have our interns like do a questionnaire. Hey, I think it's fun because we get to kind of like see their personality and I ask what they're interested in. I ask all kinds of questions about it. Um, But I think it's a little more telling of their personality and their interest level. And um, that's helpful for me to have them do the questionnaire. I also like to see how much care they put into it. And I hope there are students out there listening to this. You'll literally see somebody that'll like give one word answers on there. Like, what's your favorite social media platform? Instagram. And like, that's all they write. But somebody that like goes in depth. I really love Instagram's platform because of this and this and that and blah, 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 blah. Like, you'll see how much care they put into it. Um, and also I like to ask some really specific questions and see if they address exactly the question. You'd be so surprised at some of the questions I ask and people write all this stuff, but they never actually answer the freaking question. <laughs> so it's kind of like, Ooh, okay. It's like, are, are they paying attention? You know, uh, that's key. So yeah, I, I you know, I ask very specific questions and I want to see if they actually really answer the question or if they just give some weird fluff and beat around the bush and never even address the question. That That's big for me. And I also look at the writing style, you know, like this will show you their writing style. When someone is looking for a job, they should be buttoned up tighter than they ever have, right? They're like, first impression, trying to put, you know, like give a good first impression. They're wanting to score the job. If they're just like lazy and sloppy and like no punctuation, no, no spell check, no anything like, whoa, okay. Red flag, red flag. 
y'all, you would think this is like a no brainer. And if you own an agency and you're listening to this, you're probably like so sympathizing. You should just pour a glass of wine. Okay. Unless you're driving your car. Don't do that. Um, even if you're in the shower, you can do that. Um, but you would be surprised for real at some of the sloppy answers that I get. And I guess they don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I guess they don't realize that someone's, I don't know. I don't understand why people think that's okay. Like, again, if you're trying to get a job, you should be buttoned up tighter than you ever have before. Um, also things that I look at, I look to see what age they are. Not that that has ever been a really big deal. I have taken, um, freshman and sophomore before, but I really feel like they start seeing things from a different lens when they hit junior and senior. Also, the coursework that they're doing is a little more applicable. You know, the first two years you're doing some of like your core stuff in your in your junior and senior year. They're actually in their major, like taking courses that apply to this. So I just see that they they catch on a little faster and they're a little more in tune with the things that we're talking about. So, again, I'm not like an ageist by any means, uh, but usually I look for them to be a junior or a senior uh, and also, I really like it when they follow up. I'm old school. Like, I like to know that they're interested. You know, somebody who throws out a resume and then never, ever tries ever again. I'm just kind of like, hmm. But somebody who consistently follows up with me and says like, hi, I submitted my application on this day. I'm just checking in. Have you selected interns? I'm very interested. Like, I appreciate that. You know what I mean? I'm old school. And even after the interview... I love it when they follow up and say, thank you so much for taking time to meet with me today. I'm so excited about this internship. I'd love the opportunity. If there's anything, you know, anything else you'd like for me to write up for you or send you other samples, I'd be happy to get that to you ASAP. I love that. Okay, that's not just interns. That's when I'm even interviewing regular people. I think that shows interest. And that's what I'm looking for, you know, because when you're dealing with students, again, they don't have a whole lot of experience, but the one thing that they can have is attention to freaking detail and follow up to, to know that, to show their interest in this, their, their excitement. I would take someone with excitement and true interest in our field with a really good attitude over somebody who has a little more experience and they just kind of flippantly like, yeah, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't, you know, I, someone who is genuinely, and I feel that way about employees too, you know, like someone who is sincerely interested and excited about learning what we do. I can work with that attitude all day long. So that's kind of how we get the word out. That's how we vet our interns. I'm actually going to do a whole other episode. The next solo I'm going to work on is going to be how we structure our interns, how we train them, what they work on, all the things. Um, so yeah, if this is helpful for you, I'd love to hear about it. Or if you have something that's really worked for your internship program, I'm all ears. You know, I do this podcast and um, shout out to my friend Keisha. This is from her podcast. Uh, she runs a podcast called Empower Her. And she always says that she wants her podcast to be like it's two friends talking. Like, let's figure this out together. Not I know everything. It's This is a let's figure this out together podcast. This isn't a Whitney knows everything podcast because Whitney does not know everything. You know how much stuff I have screwed up over the years? <laughs> 
maybe I should do an episode on that of all the stuff, the biggest mistakes I made, um, because it's pretty humbling. And so that's why I always tell our team, I'm like, look, we're not nurses. We're not, we're not surgeons. We're not doctors. Thankfully, I don't do well with blood. Uh, we're people's lives are not at stake here. If you mess something up, we can make it right. Even if it's just owning up to it and saying, Hey, I messed it up. I can, let's make it right. Here's what we got to do to make it up. I would, we can work with that. You know what I mean? So I hope you guys feel that way about this podcast. Not everything I say, um, is perfect. I'm not a perfect leader. I, and self-admittedly, like I'm just figuring this out, right? I'm human. You know, I'm a person who started as a 26 year old who quit a corporate job and started, um, freelancing and contracting. And then all of a sudden, built a team. You know what I mean? So we don't come out of the the womb knowing how to run a business and knowing how to be a perfect leader. And I hope my my team feels that way too. I'm not a perfect leader, but I think the one thing I try to do is remember what it's like when I was in their shoes and remember the the great bosses I had and what I loved about them and remember the terrible bosses I had and never ever do that crap to them. At the end of the day, I just try to treat them the way I want to be treated. So we're figuring it out along the way. So if you have an internship program hack or something that's been great for you that works, I'm all ears. I like this is an evolving thing, you know, um, but I'll, I'll definitely share on the next episode about how we structure the internship. So, uh, yeah, I hope this has been helpful for you all. Have a great week. Can't wait to hear you on the next episode. See you soon. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please take a moment to screenshot this episode and share it to social media using hashtag true story PR or better yet, write us a five-star review on Apple podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you tune in. See you next time for another true story.